0: All right, everybody. Good evening, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. And Whiz, uh, last night, if you want to call that football, uh, I don't, I don't know if anybody really could term it that because it was just a disgusting display. Once again, another Thursday night fiasco for the NFL. But they're going to keep on putting out that flawed product on Thursdays. I will continue to be uber critical of. Everything that is supposedly Thursday Night Football with And other than that, how are you this evening?
1: I'm doing well. I understand the point about Thursday Night Football, but this is about money. It, you know, it's just, it's never going to change unless the Players uh, Association just, just says we're not playing on Thursday. But uh, there's so much money involved with TV revenues and all of that stuff that it'll probably continue. But uh, yeah, the product isn't good. And uh I don't know, this, Arthur Smith seemed like he was a lot smarter when he had Derrick Henry to hand the ball off to uh, when he was offensive coordinator of the Titans. So, by, uh,
0: which, by the way, Wiz, i got to tell you, if you, you know, I know you were kind of skeptical about Mike Davis kind of coming into this season, but la- last night I think we might have seen the end of any semblance of Mike Davis being a, a factor going forward. Uh, you know, you had Ollison that finally kind of showed up last night, but it, it was just a terrible game. Matt Matt Matt, um, Matt Ryan got beat up. You know, the Patriots are hot, right? You know, they're playing well, and Mac Jones looks like to be the best quarterback in this quarterback class uh, of 2021 thus far, Uh, a quarterback I know that you liked very much. Uh, And at this point in time, um, you know, the Patriots are playing a little bit different brand of football, but, you know, no Cordaro Patterson, uh, obviously Ridley's out. It was it was a, it was a and, you know we we should have saw this one too, Wiz. And I'm and I'm kicking myself about this. Uh, I did you know I did say that I would take the under on Matt Ryan yards uh, if Cordell Patterson didn't play, which I did and ended up being a winner on that. But you and I both know over the years when. Belichick is given an opportunity to take away a team's best player. Uh, and it was very easy who the best guy in the field was. And, and Kyle Pitts was a non-factor. And I, I'm kind of kicking myself that you or I kind of didn't look into that because we've talked about that m- multiple times uh, in, in podcasts and, and it came to fruition last night.
1: Yeah, it really, you know, it really well. It, it did. Also, Kyle Pitts, I think, got hurt on one of those Plays were a short passes. He catched the ball, so he wasn't himself either. But yeah, it, it was it was just an ugly game, and uh, they did do that. I was, I was kind of surprised that that uh, some of the lines in that game, that that Hunter Henry line, looks oh like, yeah, <laughs> loading me. I mentioned that and. John Smith, so I, I thought John Smith, I didn't know he was even going to play in the game, and uh, and then he was active, so yeah, it was, it was just, it was an ugly looking game, and uh, it, you know, for the for the Patriots, though, you know, with that defense, and they, they really have a nice two-headed monster with Damian Harris, and I really like that with Ramondre Stevenson, I mean, he just really runs hard, um, the, the Patriots are, you know, are, are back in a big way, so We'll be talking more about that as the season
0: goes on. Yeah, and also, is you know, they're getting contributions from those receivers, right? They're all making plays. They're starting to get Algalor involved, right? Jacoby Myers has been kind of the steady presence there, but Kendrick Bourne's had some good games. Those guys are playing good football, right? So, uh, yeah, this is a team I don't think that people are going to want to mess with as we get towards the playoffs. That's for sure.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, all right, let's get into it. Oh, by the way, um, Wiz, I, I have to mention yeah. one thing. I woke up. First of all, I went to sleep. Maybe through, I might have, I might have beat Matt Ryan going to the bench. I think I went to bed before that happened. Uh, but I, I woke up to a text from our boy Steph. Steph, do you know Steph played Howie? Uh, Howie Z. Uh, you know these are competitors in leagues that uh, Wiz and I are in, in three different leagues where Howie, who's obsessed with the Patriots defense, we know that bopped Steph over the head in three different leagues. <laughs> this poor guy was sending me texts last night. I was sound asleep, but uh, I, I feel really bad for Steph that he had to endure that. I'm sure Howie was loving every minute of that.
1: Yeah, there was some ugly stuff for the Falcons offense. The you know, even the last two minutes of the game, they brought in their second-string quarterback, their third-string quarterback. Uh, Josh, Josh Rosen got picked off for the deception for a touchdown, and uh and uh, the third stringer threw an interception as well. So yeah, there was some ugly stuff uh, at the end of that game, and uh, you know, it, it was just it was just one of those games. There's nothing really you could uh, you could do about it. Just uh, you know, you just you have to move on. Hope your players, uh, if you're in that situation, um, play well offensively on uh, on Sunday. So uh, you know, it could be overcome. And, uh, We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with the games on Sundays.
0: All right. Yeah. So I, I felt bad for Steph. I was still kind of, uh, you know, c- c- being a compassionate soul to him uh, today as well. All right. So let's. Steph
1: deserves uh, no compassion. He traded Howie the Patriots in one of those leagues. How about that? Did he tell you that? That's <laughs> actually.
0: He did. He did not. He, did, okay. he, he didn't. He, he didn't did. mention that.
1: He even mentioned that. Okay, so yeah, uh, there's a little compassion. This is this is this is tough fantasy football. It's no crying at fantasy football. We gotta we gotta go on. But uh, yeah, that's uh, some crazy stuff. But uh, let's get to DraftKings. Start us out of quarterback. Who are you loving and who are you fading?
0: I think you're gonna be surprised, maybe, especially with the announcement that Amari Cooper is not gonna be in a lineup. But I, I still think that Dak Prescott will make big use against a Kansas City Chief defense uh, that's not really too. Strong. Strong, uh, I think Patrick Mahomes kind of has a groove groove back. This is kind of the highest over under of the week, uh, but I'm I, I like Prescott in this ball game. Wiz, uh, despite the fact that he won't have Cooper, um, I really, really, really like Derek Carr this week. I'm actually debating in one league starting Derek Carr over Justin Herbert. Uh, I just think it's the kind of the matchup where I, I, this also could be one of those high scoring games this week. So, so I like Derek Carr and. I know you might not love to hear this, but last year, Mr. Aaron Rodgers ran roughshod over your Minnesota Vikings in two games, over 300 yards in both games, a total of seven touchdown passes. Uh, we know Aaron Jones is not going to play, but I love Aaron Jones. Uh, sorry, Aaron Rodgers. Those are the three quarterbacks I love. I'm staying away. And for both of those quarterbacks in that Arizona-Seattle uh, uh, game, I'm staying away from Russell Wilson I'm staying away from Murray if he plays. It's just a no-go zone for me. That's where I am at quarterback, Wiz.
1: So I'm against you with Dak. I am fading Dak at 7,200. Uh... Uh, Amari Cooper is a terrific route runner, and I just think him not being there. Gallup is second time back. C.D. Lamb, I don't know. I think he's 100%. He he's been a little banged up. I think this is the type of game where I just think that you're going to see Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott at 7200. I prefer other play. I prefer other quarterbacks. So we'll see how that plays out. I know the setup looks good, but Kansas City's defense has been playing a lot better, and uh, at 7200, I'm. I'm not so sure about that. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson learned a lot from that game against the Dolphins, where he got blitzed 100 straight plays. Uh, so I'm going to play him in a comeback game. His salary's high at eight thousand, so I'm going to sprinkle him in some lineup. Yeah, uh, we should
0: we I should like mention two. Wiz also. Uh, you know, Khalil Mack's gone for the year. Trevathan the year, yeah. got Trevathan got put on injured reserve. So so that defense yeah. is uh, a little less ferocious. The
1: defense is banged up, and I, I think this could be uh, you know a, a real bounce back game for Lamar Jackson. But eight thousand, uh, it's not. It's not you're not getting much salary relief. I like Tua this week against the Jets at 5500. Uh, I think you know this could be a type of game where uh, Waddle and Gasicki and Gaskin get involved in the passing game. So I like him um, at 5500. That's really all I have to say. Quarterback. Um, anything else you want to add, or we can move on to running back.
0: Let's move on to the running back position, was.
1: Yeah, running back. I like you know, the, the, I really when you look at the top of the running back list on DraftKings, they're all they're all good. Joe Mixon at seventy six hundred. I really like him. I can't said uh, eighty four hundred dollars. Yeah, eighty four hundred for um, Najee Harris. Uh, I think people have forgotten about Nick Chubb. He's you know, missed a couple of weeks, 7,800, so I really like uh, Nick Chubb. Uh, and I mentioned Miles Gaskin. I like him. It's 5,700. So uh, everybody runs the ball against the, um, uh, against the Raiders. So I'm loving Mixon, Harris, Chubb, Gaskin. And my fate is going to be uh, Swift of the Lions because – it looks like Boyle is going to get the start for the Lions this week. And I just think Cleveland is got humbled last week. And um, this is the type of game where I think they're just going to focus all on Swift and uh, not let him get off too much in this game. So Swift at 7,000 is my favorite running back. What say you?
0: I am right with you with Mixon. In fact, it's going to play into my prop bet as well, one of my prop bets as well this week. But I love Mixon at his price point. I love Nick Chubb at his price point as well. Uh, You know, to me, A.J. Dillon will be a very popular choice um, for this week, but I think that's warranted, quite frankly, especially after what we saw last week. Uh, He's at 6,200. I mentioned this guy last week, Wiz, and I just have a feeling that. you know, the, the air might just be out of those Adrian Peterson tires finally. And and Donta Foreman looks like the best running back uh, for the Tennessee Titans uh, in, in a game going against Houston, who's really not a good defense. Uh, he's kind of a guy that I like this week at, at a lower price point. Two guys I'm going to fade, Wiz. Um, I, I just have a feeling that this is going to be a throw game for the, for the Minnesota Vikings in this game. So I'm going to fade Dalvin Cook in this game just at his price point I just don't think it's going to be the running game that we we see normally I think they'll be playing from behind the Vikings and I'm gonna fame James Robinson who again comes into this game with yet another injury tag aside from the heel he's banged up with his knee uh, so those are the two players I'm gonna fade James Robinson and Dalvin cook this week
1: all right I'm just gonna just I have yeah I'm no no nothing nothing no view against the players that you like this week. I'm just going to say one thing. I, I disagree about Adrian Peterson. Uh, I think this is a guy who was basically taken off the street. You got to give him a few weeks uh, to get, you know, his seat under him. And uh, I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to I'm going to make a prediction that Adrian Peterson has more fantasy points than Foreman this week. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, why don't you take us out at wide receiver? What do you got?
0: All right, so you know, I think I, I, I think AJ Brown will have a field day in this particular ball game. Uh, AJ Brown, you know, I know he's one of your favorite players uh, at seventy seven hundred. I really love the player this particular week. Uh, you mentioned Jalen Waddell. Um, that's a player that I also like this week. I think, you know, again, lower down, but I think for 5,600, you mentioned Tua liking Tua, but I really like him as well. Uh, there's going to be no Robinson. Uh, Alan Robinson is out for the Bears. Mooney, I know he's coming in a little banged up, but I'm still – someone's going to have to catch the ball for the Chicago Bears. I'm going to go with Mooney. Mooney. Uh, I'll go with CD lamb. I know you mentioned that he's also banged up a little bit, but I think still is the volume is going to be there for the player at 7,600 in a game where I think there'll be points put up. I like CD lamb this week, the two guys I'm fading. I don't like what I'm seeing at a, a DK Metcalf quiz, quite frankly, You know, there's been incidents on the sidelines. Uh, Something's not right with this guy. Uh, I'm fading fading DK Metcalf until further notice. And the other guy, a player that I own, but this Carolina defense is quite stingy. I'm fading Terry McLaurin this week.
1: Wow, the McLaurin fade is an interesting one. Um, All right, so I'm going to start off with my fade. I I just feel it has been rough going, throwing the ball against the Packers. Um, I love the Vikings, uh, they're my team, but I just don't like that price tag at 8100 for Justin Jefferson. So as terrific as I think he is, I just think the price is not right for Justin Jefferson at 8100 He's going to be my fade for the week. I love Brandon Cooks this week. I think he is going to dismantle that Tennessee Titans secondary he's at 6000. I'm loving him this week. You mentioned DK Metcalf, well I'm loving Tyler Lockett 6000 um as well. Um I like T Higgins At at 5,400s, and I like Rashad Higgins, believe it or not, with that Cleveland secondary so banged up. I mean, the Cleveland wide receivers banged up. I think he gets a good amount of playing time, and he's 3,200. So, those are the receivers I like, and I am fading my boy, Justin Jefferson, 8,100. That's what I got at wide receiver.
0: All right. Very good. Very, very interesting. Okay. So let's. I'll,
1: I'll take us out, I'll, I'll out of tight end. I'm going to make it short and sweet until I see anything that's going to make me think differently. I'm fading TJ Hawkinson at 5,700. Uh, that is a pretty much of an easy fade for me. I have him, sadly, in a bunch of leagues, but I just have to fade him. Um I don't know how much better or worse it's going to be with Boyle at quarterback as opposed to Goff. So I'm going to fade him at 5,700. Um, Kyle Conklin for the Vikings, I like at 3,900. He played 85% of the snaps last week. His usage is just tremendous how much he's on the field. I'm loving him at 3,900. And until DraftKings really adjust the price, I think you have to keep playing Pat Freemuth at 4,200. So I'm going to get to some salary leverage at, at tight end. Conklin at 39, Freemuth at 4,200. And I'm feeding P.J. Hawkinson at 5,700
0: what say you at tight end? Yeah, so I think this is going to be a breakout week for for Darren Waller, actually, so I'm looking for that. But the guys that I like this week, uh, looking for salary relief, Uh, Dalton Schultz, 4,700. And I don't think these guys are priced correctly, given what we're seeing recently in the momentum, uh, Cole Komet at 3,400 and Adam Troutman at 3,300. I think those numbers are just wrong. Those guys are picking up targets there. You got, uh, receivers banged up for the bears. Uh, Troutman's got no, no, uh, Troutman's going to be part of my prop bet as well. Again, this week, uh, there's no Camara and someone's going to have to take some of those shorter passing routes. And that's where they're going to go. Uh, so those are the two guys I like, and the one the one tight end that I'm fading. I do own him in a couple of leagues as well. You know, with the with the backup quarterback Boyle in there, Hawkinson last week mysteriously only one target last week, no catches. Uh, but I'm staying away from Hawkinson next, as, as well, Wiz.
1: All right, it seems we have a, a lot of similar thoughts <clears throat> at the tight end position, uh, especially just different uh, ideas. But all those guys you mentioned uh, are you know. Cole Komet just figures to get a, a lot of the target share uh, in the game against uh, on Sunday. So um, and, and Troutman's been playing well and been playing – often uh, on the field, so can't dispute any of those guys. So let's get to our break-the-slate guy. Why don't you uh, go? You've had a, a beauty last week with DeAndre Carter. Um, so who's your break-the-slate player this week on DraftKings?
0: Yeah, I got I got three guys that I'm watching. Uh, Trey Sermon at running back, so Elijah Mitchell's not going to play. Uh, uh, we have Jeff Wilson Jr., who's really just coming back from injury, so I know you mentioned to me in, in a conversation earlier about the long- line for Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, yards, and you know, to me, Sermon, who's only been in there playing basically for special teams, uh, but 4,500, I, I think this is going to be a type of game where you could see him kind of closing out the game even, so I like him at 4,500 as a break the slate running back, and I'm going to go to a guy, because I think he's going to score a long touchdown in this game, Deshaun Jackson. For the Las Vegas Raiders this week, Wiz, that's my Break the Slate guy. I think we're going to see a down-the-field touchdown pass to Mr. Jackson.
1: Very interesting. You know, I was on Deshaun Jackson uh, this first few weeks for the Rams, and he hit big in, uh, in uh, one of the early weeks. So, uh, yeah, maybe uh, maybe he could have one. I could definitely see that. He did catch a long pass. Unfortunately, he got the ball knocked out of his hands for a fumble after uh, he caught the ball against Kansas City. So, yeah, I think I think they're certainly going to use him. My break-the-slate guy, believe it or not, is going to be at quarterback. The minimum salaries for starting quarterbacks are 5000 I'm loving Tyrod Taylor this week. I think him, Brandon Cooks, and the Texans are going to exploit that Titan secondary, and uh, I think you're going to see big yardage from him, touchdown passes, rushing yards, and rushing touchdowns. Maybe just a rushing touchdown, I don't know about plural, but um, Tyrod Taylor is going to be my quarterback, 5,000 minimum, break the slate, quarterback, draft game pick this week.
0: Yeah, I think the nice thing about Tyrod Taylor this week, too, is, is is they're coming off a bye week. So with Taylor kind of getting thrown in last uh, a couple of weeks ago in his first game action, but to get an extra week of kind of you know work and all that kind of stuff, uh, probably a big beneficiary against a secondary, like you said, that is not that strong.
1: All righty, let's move on to uh, game picks, game lines, all of that stuff. Um, I'm going to make it real easy and real simple. I only have one game. It's going to be a two-unit play. Uh, I looked at a, several games I was considering. Uh, I like the Colts a little bit, but then there's that stat about the Bills. They haven't won in every game. They've won been double digits or more. There's some games I was looking at, but I just keep coming back to one game. It's going to be a two-unit play. I'm going to take the Houston Texans plus 10 points. I think they're going to go into Tennessee, and they're going to win that game on Sunday. Wow. Uh, I'll tell you why. Number one, I think the Titans are very, very overrated. Um, people have them. I know they're a record, and people have them, but I do not believe they're better than several teams in the AFC. That's number one. Number two, McNichols is out for the game, and they they, they miss something with that because he's an elite running back in terms of catching the ball, and they're not going to have him for this game. So they're going to have two guys who are good players. Two good runners uh, in Foreman and Peterson, but neither guy is McNichols in terms of catching the ball. So they're going to lose a lot in that. Number three, and most importantly, is if you look at the games the Titans have played, these five game stretch of the Rams and the Chiefs and the Bills and the, and the game they just held on against the Saints, not this Sunday, the following Sunday, they play the Patriots. Talk about a letdown game. I just feel this is a ripe underdog, outright upset pick, but certainly close enough to within the spread. I love the Houston Texans plus ten as my two-unit game of the week.
0: Yeah, look, you, you're very, very consistent. Obviously, you, you looked at cooks that you like, and and you like. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, so uh, that's a very interesting play. Uh, You probably don't have a a lot of company nationally on that one. Uh, I know you like to zig one other zag, uh, but uh, but a very compelling uh, point that you make uh, in terms of your pick, Wiz, this week.
1: All right.
0: How many games do you have? Uh, I, I have two games, but I am going to mention one game, Wiz, that kind of stands out to me as a uh, a skeptical game. I did mention that I think Iron Rogers is going to be very good. I think that, uh, this week, but I'm so very surprised, Wiz, that that line is Packers minus one. Um, so to me, I look at that line. That that's the one line where I scratch my head. That I say. I'm surprised the line is not a bit higher. So uh, I'm just going to put that in there. Uh, But the two games that I like this week, Wiz, I like the Carolina Panthers, uh, minus three uh, against the Washington football team. No Chase Young. Uh, I think the Panthers um, get a little bit of momentum with with Cam coming back. Uh, I I like the Carolina Panthers at minus three. And I think the Chiefs, minus two and a half against the Cowboys, uh, you you know Cooper out of this ball game. I mentioned that I did like Dak Prescott in the game, but I think the confidence level of Kansas City coming into this week is going to be pretty high. I know you've talked about this a little bit that the Dallas defense, in your opinion, is slightly overrated, and I think we'll see a lot more of that this week as well as Patrick Mahomes take advantage of that and the Chiefs win that game in going away fashion.
1: All righty, so. Uh, two games for you are uh, both one unit plays or is it either one that you love more than the other? You're just going to keep it to one unit.
0: Yeah, th- those are both one unit plays. I only, I only have one, two unit play and it's in, in my prop bets this week. Uh, and other than that, the, the, the game, the games are, are one unit plays and everything. Uh, all the rest of my prop bets are going to be one unit plays, save one.
1: All right. So you segued into that beautifully. So, uh, since I started with the games, why don't you, uh, tell us how many prop plays you have and, uh, Start off with your one-unit picks and then lead it to a crescendo, exciting ending with your two-unit prop play.
0: Yep, so Monday night, uh, I'll start there with Tom Brady, a quarterback. Uh, I'm going to get odds on this one, too. Uh, two and a half, two and a half touchdowns against the Giants. Uh, look, uh, the Giants' pass rush is not the same as it was when uh, they knocked around Tom Brady with those Super Bowl victories. I think Tom Brady was so angry last week with... After that game, he walked out. He was very short in the press conference. And I think they're going to take their vengeance out on the New York football Giants. Plus two and a half touchdowns for Tom Brady. Uh, I like that play. Uh, I mentioned Troutman again. 25 and a half yards over. I like the over for Troutman. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, 79 and a half yards receiving. I like the over for CeeDee Lamb, 79 and a half yards. It's funny that you mentioned Tyrod Taylor is. I didn't pick Brandon Cooks, but I took the rookie Nico Collins, 27 and a half yards receiving. I don't like the secondary, the Titans. I'm going over Nico Collins. I'm probably one of the only people in America even playing that prop bet, but I'm going over with Nico Collins, 27 and a half. Last week I played Christian McCaffrey yards. The yards are a little bit higher this week. This week I'm going for receptions, plus five and a half Christian McCaffrey receptions. I'm going over. Wiz, you mentioned the banged up Cleveland Brown wide receiver core. I'm going to try to take advantage of that with the tight end pick here. Austin Hooper catches two and a half. I'm going over Austin Hooper catches at two and a half. And the last one, Wiz, you mentioned that the Raiders cannot stop any running game, and that is correct. Joe Mixon, 65 and a half yards rushing, two unit play over Joe Mixon, 65 and a half yards.
1: Good stuff. So <clears throat> I have, you know, I, I looked at this and I started, I start the week off with around 15 to 20 of them. <clears throat> and then I kind of narrow them down. I mean, there's just so, so many of these things. So I'm going to start off with my one unit plays. Um, and I'm going to start right where you ended. Uh, I'm going to start with Joe Mixon over 65 and a half yards rushing. Uh they just cannot stop the run. I just feel the Ra- the Bengals are going to play with that three wide receiver offense, and then just going to pound and you know ground and pound, mix in and there. And I, I really like the over 65 and a half. So I'm with you on that one. No running backs have success catching the ball against the Carolina Panthers. I'm going Antonio Gibson under 12 and a half receiving yards. Uh, The the Jets have given up a lot of yards and a lot of receptions to running backs. I like Miles Gaskin, over 73.5 rushing and receiving yards. I like that one. That's a one unit play. Uh, While the Green Bay Packers have been able to really stifle wide receivers with their great cornerback play, they haven't been successful against tight ends. Last week, Everett who may have, may have had eight receptions all year, caught eight passes against them. The amount of time that Tyler Cochran is on the field is ridiculous. Over three and a half receptions on him. And my last two one-unit plays are double-dipping on Brandon Cooks. Um, the Tennessee Titans have played games against teams that have a clear number one receivers, and every single one of them, How that big game's against them in terms of catching six passes and big yards. I'm double dipping for one unit on Brandon Cook's over 69.5 yards receiving and over 5.5 receptions. And I'm going to get to my three two unit plays. I'm going to join you on the same player, but for a different prop bet. I don't even understand this line. It's the most ridiculous line, but Tom Brady over 26-and-a-half receptions uh, – excuse me, Tom Brady over 26-and-a-half completions against the Giants. And if the, I expect that the Giants are going to play the same kind of defense they did against Kansas City, um, where they're just going to let uh, Tom Brady and Tampa Bay take those short passes. And the difference between what Tampa Bay and Brady are going to do as opposed to Pat Mahomes is – Tom Brady has no problem beating you with a million paper cuts. I am loving – this is the type of game where I think Tom Brady could throw 20 straight completions. How about that? But over 26.5 completions, I love it. And my other two-unit play is a double dip. I've had a lot of success with double dipping on the same player. Tyler Lockett, last year against the Cardinals in two games, caught 24 passes in two games. Uh, the line isn't out yet, but Russell Wilson, his second game back, the connection was off with Lockett. I am going to bet whatever it is, over receptions for Tyler Lockett and over yards for Tyler Lockett, double dipping on him for two units.
0: All right. Yeah, and look, uh, history, past history certainly is something that should always be looked at. Uh Again, I know they weren't impressive last week, but it was Russell Wilson's first game back. Uh, probably a different type of ball game uh, th- this time around. So uh, interesting plays, very interesting plays. I, I, I definitely like uh, a few of those quite a bit. I think, I think Tom Brady's going to have his way with the Giants on Monday night. That, that is for certain.
1: Yeah, well, we will see. So that's about it. Anything else you have? No,
0: that's it. I'm hoping that uh, this Sunday of football is a lot better uh, than than the week started out. That's for certain. Uh, Other than that, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, And then we head into the Thanksgiving week, right? We get three games on Thanksgiving Day, and uh, we move ever closer to uh, fantasy football playoffs, Wiz
1: out that our buddy D.B. is an avid listener of the podcast. Uh, he goes into Greasy Nick's and uh, hangs out there and, and enjoys and listens to the podcast. And I want to tell you something, D.B., you make sure you get Brandon Cooks in your lineup. I know you got him in one of these leagues. Get him in there, and you start him with confidence this week, okay?
0: No, I love it, Wiz. All right, D.B., you heard that. I, I heard D.B. made some strange decisions, Wiz. He had a whole bunch of Thursday night games in, in one of these leagues, too, uh, which is... Uh, If he's listening to the podcast, he certainly didn't listen to the one last night. We said it was going to be a clunker. But anyway, uh, that's beside the point. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We are on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, Good luck, everybody, this week. Uh, Good luck on the Betts Wiz. Hopefully, we both uh, have another decent week. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to the action this Sunday.